0: Hey SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by
1: downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya! You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. It is Saturday morning, September 24th, excuse me, 21st of 2019, the day of our Lord. <laughs> you are listening to the Taxi the Stand arm on Radio TFI. I am John Shannon from cloudy, ear uh, icky-looking St. Paul, Minnesota. And from Queens, New York, we have Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good
0: morning, kids and kittens, and uh, you sure you, you want to double-check some of that information? Like who you are and where you are? Because apparently you don't know when you are.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you know, anything's possible there. <laughs> but you just, you know, you asked me to be nice and not get on your case uh, early, and then what do you do right away? I don't miss the opportunity. I was busy, yeah. sir. That's that's how he rolls, folks. I'm producing a he show wants, here. He wants mercy early on, and then when the, I have a little bit of an oops, well, you see know. what happens. See what I put up with here, folks. That's me all over. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So, how is everybody today? Like I said, here in uh, the St. Paul suburb. In the north of the Northern Command studio here in actually Egan, Minnesota. Yes, I know where I'm at, I think. Uh, yeah, icky looking, and they're actually thinking we're going to get some pretty heavy storms a little later on today. So you just never know about these things. What's it doing out in your world, or can't you see it?
0: Life is perfect here. Sky is blue, birds are singing. And just everything is
1: pitching. Oh, here I thought you were gonna record, or you're gonna repeat the line there, Bruce Willis line from the Last Boy Scout. I don't know what that line is. Oh, I don't, I don't know it uh, verbatim either. So we'll just move on here. We'll just I guess. move
0: on. Very good, very good. That was. Uh...
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, you know we gotta. A bunch to talk about today. Do we? Uh, yeah, we do. I got a ton of stuff in the old pocket, if you will, and I think probably the biggest news is the fact that uh, the or California's governor, and of course, I can't remember his name. You remember his name? Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. He signed into law the bill affectionately known as ab5 that is now the well i shouldn't say it isn't is now the law of the land according to our uh, friends uh uh soul cab and sack dave um it actually begins actually officially goes into law on um, january 1 of 2020. And so, Uber is already saying that they won't abide by it. Yeah, they won't. They won't. Ab- uh, they won't abide by it. Um, they're talking about. Uh, they're going to fight it. Going. Right. Yeah, they're going to fight it tooth and nail. They want to bring. They want to bring the uh, the ballot uh, to the uh, to the people. Have them put it on the ballot for a, a 2020 election. It's already been on the where- ballot already ha- it's already been on the ballot. Yeah, people said we wanted. Well, I, no, I think they're actually putting it the initiative is for for the ballot would be to ex- exempt um Oh, that's right. Uber Lyft and um and uh oh what the hell DoorDash? Is it DoorDash or the it's, other Well,
0: it's anything like that. It's any of the quote-unquote gig economies. Uh not just yeah. And again, folks, I want to apologize for not being prepared again this week. It's it's been a long, long week uh, of working, which is good. But uh, so I've only had time really to touch base a little bit, briefly touch up. But I can tell you this much: Uber and the their ilk have their hands so full of lawsuits right now that. The the end is inevitable. It is just inevitable. They are mm-hmm. fighting on every front. They are contradicting themselves at every turn. Uh, and uh, I read an article last night, and I meant to save it. I did not. Uh, it, it, essentially, uh, oh, I lost my train of thought now. That train went in a tunnel and just never came out. Well, a lot. there's
1: probably about twenty of them in there. It's kind of like the Bermuda Triangle of train uh, tunnel here. It's it's a train <laughs> depot
0: of lost thoughts and uh, that's it. Man, that, that was going to and... be. I know this. It was going to be a good one too. But
1: <laughs> roaches go in, but they don't come out. <laughs> come or out. check in, but they don't
0: check they don't out. Check, that's my little brain is like the Roach Motel. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, from what I understand, and it is DoorDash, by the way. Uh, there's going to be an, a ballot initiative here to exempt those three uh, uh, groups individually. They don't want to do away with the. Uh, they don't want to do away with the, way of the law themselves. They are do away with the law. That it's uh, as it stands. They just want an exemption. So
0: they don't want it to apply to them.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: And keep in mind, they've also come out and said that uh, drivers are not a a central part of their business model.
1: Well, we've known that all along.
0: Yeah, but now they're saying it out loud. Of course, all Mm -hmm. right, let's take the drivers out. What do you got now? Nothing. Literally, nothing. You take the drivers, that means you take their cars. You got nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's kind of a callous statement to begin with that the drivers aren't an essential part you know that's just not based in any type of reality whatsoever
0: and and we know for uh, for how long how how uber has been so pro
1: driver oh yeah well they feed them a little bs on their app and feed them a little bit more bs in the emails they send and just kind of Oh, good little Johnny! Yeah, we we love you as a driver here. Take oh, this, uh, oh, take speak- this extra five dollars if you do uh, if you do ten rides in a row. Or, ooh, baby, S- speaking go of ahead.
0: which, Uber just announced to their drivers that they are now their their driver referral program, where you go out and you get drivers for Uber. Mm-hmm. They're now going to pay zero dollars for that. Oh, they're not doing that anymore. Nope. And when it first started, it was literally thousands. Now it's. Eh, we're not giving you anything anymore. Mm. It's a sign Man, of a company think- so, so broke or losing, hemorrhaging so much cash.
1: Yeah. But- and that's amazing. It, you know what? We, as individuals, if we had that much money coming in, from our business, and yet we were still operating in the red, we we wouldn't be operating. Well, let's, I don't care how successful the business itself, the business model may be as far as attracting customers. If I'm that far in the red, I'm obviously doing something wrong, and they're just going to ship me on down the road.
0: Well, they're still living off investor money. and And keep in mind, mm-hmm. for a company that, says oh we we can't possibly pay the drivers anymore uh uber lyft and doordash have each ponied up 30 million dollars apiece to fight ab5 oh yeah 30 million dollars and you're telling me you can't spread that out amongst your california drivers
1: no because you see now it now it becomes more of a uh no matter who it hurts it, it's becoming more of a uh a contest, if you will, a fight. They want to prove that they're right. And it's more about egos, you know. Well, the problem, with, their, the problem with
0: with Uber and all them is they need to pick a side. Are you technology? Mm-hmm. Are you transportation? The, the problem the whole time has been they want it both ways. Mm-hmm. They want it both ways, depending on who they're talking to. And again, it could be in the same breath. You know, oh, we're just a technology yeah. company. Oh, oh, we're, we're, we're a transportation company. You can't claim that drivers are independent contractors and at the same time regulate their rates and punish them and all these other things that employers do. I have never seen anybody act more like an employer than Uber does. You know, it's one thing to have your, uh, your policies and procedures that you expect people to adhere to, to you know, for good business practices but, uh, you know, just constantly drivers should, if they're truly
1: independent, they should be able to set their own rates. Well, that that's very true. You know, here, here would be, here's the, the idea that I think that that would work in a situation like that. Just like you said, you set your own rates. Well, you go into your, your little app or your little driver app and you, um, Post on there what it is you want um, per uh, per mile, what you're charging per mile or whatever, if there's any other things that uh, need to be noticed that you charge as a driver. And then at that point in time, the customer, give, when they want to ride, here are the vehicles around you, here's what they're charging per mile, pick one. You know, and it tells them how far the vehicle is away. So, okay. Uh, if you've got a driver right on top of you that's only charging two dollars a mile or whatever, hey, it's your lucky day. If you know, if there's the only driver that's around you is charging two seventy five a mile and there's nobody else really that close to you and you wanna get going, well then you know, you're gonna have to pony up. And the that's market the way it is.
0: and the market would set its own rates.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly.
0: Now, now, you'd have you'd have uh, drivers out there setting rates at $0.29 cents a mile. But, of course, think about what you're going to get.
1: <laughs> Car now might that, actually have all
0: four wheels. Right. There's a good chance. Not, not great. But uh, there was a company that was trying to use that model. And if, they never got off the ground. I can't recall their name. This goes back about four or five years but that's the model that they were putting out there. And of course they were coming right up, right up into the, uh, the Uber jargon. Uh, so it was, it was a little difficult for them to get mm-hmm. started.
1: Hey, if you want to join in on this conversation, uh, uh we'd love to have you seven, five, four, eight, zero, zero chat, seven, five, four, eight, zero, zero, two, four, two, eight. If you don't think you have a sparkling radio voice like us, and you just want to, uh, leave us a text. Oh, that was so nice. I, I, I know I was nice. I was giving the option, the listeners, the option to leave a text message. You can yeah. always uh, also send us a tweet, uh, uh, at, uh, taxi stand hour on the Twitter. Uh, Hey, if you got, uh, got some, if you agree, if you agree with us, disagree with us, uh, take your pick. We'll be, uh, we'll be happy to uh, engage you there if you will. I have fed the hamsters and uh
0: the Twitter feed is is up and running. We the tubes have warmed up. So we're we're ready to take your 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 tweets or twits or is it uh I don't know who can remember these things. Yes, yeah, so, exactly. So what else we got there?
1: What yeah. else do we have here? Well, it looks like Uber is finally, I guess, a plot or um, is following rules that were set by in uh, in New York City. Apparently there, without uh, having the story in front of me right at the moment, apparently they are um, sending, uh, excuse me, they are restricting drivers. Uh, if you've got too many drivers, I'm assuming in the congestion area there in Manhattan, you can't uh, you can't log in. You can't. Uh, no, it's citywide, and Lyft is has it been,
0: citywide. It's citywide, and Lyft has been doing it for months.
1: Okay, well, I, I guess it was just uh, Uber that was just. Um, they just started it. Yeah,
0: and let me tell you, kids yeah. and kittens, I've mentioned it before. You want to talk about a city that is overrun. Uh, forget how you feel about these companies being in existence or not. It doesn't matter. We have got these cars all over the place. And you want to talk about some bad drivers. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I mean, it's just horrendous. And when you, when look, Midtown Manhattan, and anywhere in Manhattan, Lower Manhattan, Is never gonna be easy to get around in unless it's a Tuesday night after a snowstorm. Okay, you're gonna have traffic. But adding an additional eighty thousand of these people on the road every day. It's I I mean every bridge, every tunnel, every crossing, every street. You can't make a turn. I literally can't go outside my house every day without finding at least one Uber car parked in front of my house. Well, just because they find a parking spot and uh and the meanwhile, you drive around the city and you see where all the taxi lots are, and there's just literally hundreds of cabs sitting idle. But hey, mm-hmm. anyway, so but that—that's the point of the cap—is that you've got so many of these cars just cruising around empty. Yeah, and it's not—and again, John, it's—it's it's not just the central, not just Manhattan; it's the
1: entire city. Really? Uh, well, I'm and I believe if I'm not mistaken, I saw someplace I didn't uh, download this particular story, but I saw a um, saw something where Uber and Lyft are, or at least Uber is taking the city of New York uh, to court over this uh, cap. Right. So they're fighting that they're fighting any type of action uh, st- you know whether it be statewide city citywide or, or whatever that uh, gives them any restriction. They don't want restrictions no period
0: and it's funny and, it's what's funny is that they're going to use the courts to get the rest of the world to abide by rules that they flagrantly don't want to follow mm-hmm. but but again everybody's wising up to this act now. And again, I mm-hmm. wish I I, I, I thought I had sent it to myself last night. I read an article, some Uber lawsuit, um, a judge basically laughed it out of court uh, <laughs> and told them, you know, you're nuts. Uh, and again, I don't have the details, but but that that's the essence of it. Uh, and now we're at a point where, again, uh, people and legislators and the legal people are just not buying into it anymore all the folks that were bought off are gone or mm-hmm. outnumbered now because
1: we, we've we seen the after effect right. and they can't afford to spread any more money around either you know right like they right. to individual legislators
0: you know you got to remember you've got to buy the paper lunch sacks you've got to map out where all the bus stops are and then send somebody out to drop these little packages you know for our legislators. Mm-hmm. And I that gets expensive in and of itself, let alone, let alone the dough meat inside the bags. So,
1: well, you know. yeah, well, you see, the thing is, is that I'm not surprised. They're just not putting them in local trash, uh, uh, you know, local trash receptacles around the city, because pretty much, uh, all the legislators are, that are taking these bribes are pretty much, uh, Dumpster divers, anyway. So uh.
0: I'll, I'll tell you what's very interesting. And to a person, everybody mm-hmm. that I speak to, I get into the conversation of you know why I'm here and why I, you know. And I, I'll very briefly mention, you know, my I, I very broad with very few details. I was in the taxi business, mm-hmm. Uber. I'm done, and then we start having the conversation about Uber, and a lot of people just don't have. They don't even really know what it is Uber is. They know it's like a taxi. So you start talking to them. You start educating them. And I promise you, it does not take long. It takes less than a minute for people to go, I didn't know Mm -hmm. that. And especially the education (laughs) that folks are getting here in New York City because they don't realize that everybody is licensed here. And this is the only city in the U.S. that Uber and Lyft and, and, and their ilk had to uh, suck it up and deal with that. And I've mm-hmm. had more than one person say, so in Jersey, it could just be any dude with a car. I said, now you're catching on. Mm-hmm. They sing Uber's praises until we have the conversation. I lay a couple of facts on them. And, I, you know, look, I'm doing my little Johnny Appleseed thing here and one person at a time. I don't seek people out it's just in the course of conversation but that being said everybody that i have this conversation with is just surprised i didn't know it was like that i know and that's how they like it you're not you're not me you're not john shannon you're not a lot of people where we we delve into this every day i don't expect people to be as involved in it as 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 a lot of us are uh because we were uh, directly affected by it but Again, it's very interesting to see, to see the reactions
1: mm-hmm. tapping out. Well, I get them, I get them in the cab too. And they ask me, well, how is Uber affecting, uh, what you're doing? And I gotta be honest with you for, for what, especially once we get going in the, uh, in the, uh, fall months and, and what have you, uh, it's little to no effect, um, my income actually has increased, uh, because quite frankly, um, I work with a good cab company that, um, saw this coming and figured out a way to, uh, to defend against it. Uh, there are just some people that, uh, some people that were blindsided or were just too deep in their own little, uh, tradition, too proud or whatever, whatever the case may be, you know, hell, we still had, uh, we still, still had a couple of companies that were doing, uh, voice dispatch, uh, and, uh, you know, voice dispatch for the most part, uh, in our, uh, in this city went, uh, went by the by, um, back in the uh, late nineties, went the way of high button shoes pretty much you know so and there's sadly there's been a lot of companies that have uh, that have gone bye-bye and that that's that's a shame um but like i said the uh, uh the companies my company in particular has figured out a way to uh, absorb the storm uh, i uh, i b- truly believe that uh, christine uh, Christine Hubbard up there in uh, Toronto, Canada. Canada. Uh, yeah, with um, uh, with Beck uh, with Beck Taxi has done a fabulous job up there. She when she was on with us a few weeks ago said that business has actually gotten better. By the me. way,
0: by the way, I don't know if you saw the tweet. They graduated their first uh, class, if you will, of people out of their their uh, revamped training program. The one that the city of Toronto deemed unnecessary they're now doing mm-hmm. uh, you know, as a prerequisite to be associated or affiliated with Beck taxi and and you know good for them they set it set it up at a local college and so they just I at least that's what I thought I read but anyway they've taken the bull by the horns to ensure that their drivers are properly trained and that mm-hmm. you know safety awareness et cetera, etc uh well, you know and no, and I, they're they're making the changes they're making the adaption you know it wasn't uh, by the way let let's be fair not every company w- had the wherewithal to shift the way they did business to they couldn't respond to this tidal wave this mm-hmm. uh this uh what's the other word I'm thinking of the big wave the big wave that uh
1: typhoon that not uh, a typhoon
0: no water. Tidal wave, I guess. Tidal wave, (laughs) tsunami, uh, tsunami. That's the one. Thank you very much. I'll be here all week. My brain will be here the week after. Uh, But yeah, they weren't (laughs) ready for the. Yeah, (laughs) I gotta put oil on it. But they weren't ready for this, and even if they, there was no way they could have been ready because, you know, they're living in there. You can't fault them for it, because. Let's say you're a small company. You're basically working a small part of town. You've been established for hundreds of years. And you've got and, your customer base. Uh, and as we all know in, in our business, you 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 can't depend on who you have now. You're always having to generate new customers. And it became more difficult and more difficult. And remember, the same people that can't imagine... Uh, getting transportation any other way than an app five or six years ago wouldn't use an app; they'd want to insist on calling. I've told that story about the company I was with, and uh, you know we we put out the app, and oh, I'd rather call, I'd rather call, I'd rather call. Uber showed up, Mm
1: -hmm. and you know changed everybody's mind on that, for better or worse. Well, let's face it: if an if an app works and is is working. Bug free, and it's actually giving you accurate information. There's nothing that's wrong. That's a with good that. thing to have. Yeah, it sure exactly.
0: is. It's actually better and, to uh, have. It's that, actually better to have, I believe, mm-hmm. than the situation a certain cab company in a certain uh, county in a certain that sits between Dade County and Palm Beach County, which will remain nameless, Broward County. A certain <laughs> ta- taxi company that when you do call them. It uh, it goes to the Philippines the call. And yeah, I'm sorry. To
1: me, transportation is a very local
0: business, and
1: uh, yeah, I'm 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 not gonna lie to you. Actually, our company is uh, flirting with that idea at least for uh, uh, call takers. No, and no, just tell I'm, them I'm no. i I'm, I'm gonna try to talk them out of it because. Although I will, I I will say that in the the one bad thing about computerized dispatching is is they did they did that this thinking they could save some money uh, on personnel. A lot of companies did this because you could put uh, you could put somebody in a chair and they'd answer the phone, and as long as the customer was giving them the right information, they could entered in the computer computer would dispatch the call it will work all good and fine but what do you have when you have a customer that doesn't know where they are and somebody from the uh, somebody that you know doesn't maybe knows her neighborhood but doesn't uh, really know the city uh, and doesn't know what the drivers are going through i mean i mean if you all of a sudden move your dispatch operations to the philippines well (laughs) it's it's a recipe for disaster and um yeah so i i'm thinking i i'm going
0: all right we just lost john's feed i don't know what happened there but we we just got cut off uh i don't he's still talking but i don't know if he can hear me or not so let me let me check check the line here and uh Yes, uh, I'm gonna reconnect with John right now. He can't hear me, so everybody just hold on a second. Let me, let me get the young man back on the phone. He's talking like he's on the radio. Oh, he is on the radio show. What am I saying? I'm filling time for the for the tape. He's on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Still waiting.
2: We will return to our regularly scheduled program momentarily. Please stay tuned. We expect to resume normal broadcasting shortly. Be sure to stay tuned for Jeopardy!
1: What, you figure the only way you could get me to shut up was just disconnect the phone line? (laughs) I'll tell you what's
0: even funnier. Uh, I I don't know what you were talking about there. Obviously, I couldn't hear you. But uh, I went on uh, and on and on telling the radio audience, the listening audience, about how we were having a technical problem. And about 38 seconds into, I realized, oh, wait a minute, I'm not broadcasting today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Again, sing along with me. A one, a two, a three. Uh, hashtag. Hashtag. Big Big time time
0: professional radio radio. Yes,
1: sir. So I'll give you the reader's digest version. Uh, Just keep going. Keep going. Whatever you were doing, just keep going. No, I'll just, just real quick. If you're thinking, if you're a camp company, you're thinking about going and bringing your dispatch operations to the Philippines. I think it's a big time mistake. I think that they're, you still have customers out there that like to know that uh, the person answering the phone knows where one two three Main Street is. You know,
0: I could but, go in. I can go into great detail on why that's a bad idea, but uh, yeah. Moving on. Moving okay. on. Okay. Now that we've re- reestablished. Of- Good.
1: Oh, what did we reestablish? Communications. Oh, okay, good deal. I think we'll be okay here now. Let's hope so. Uh, Uber has stopped its service at Southern California's Ontario International (laughs) Airport because of the fee increases. The ride-hailing company ceased operations at Ontario one minute after midnight, and I'm assuming this would have been last Friday, I think. Yes, yes. Um, it was. The San Bernardino Sun says the airport east of Los Angeles recently began charging Uber and its app-based competitors $4 for a pickup and $4 for a drop-off. Uber calls, called the charges unfair because the taxi and limousines, taxi cabs and limousines are assessed a single $3 fare. So, I got one thing to say about that. My voice is too 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 deep for that to work today. Well, it, I apologize. It's,
0: it's another case of them not wanting to be lumped in with the taxi drivers, unless it's convenient for them. Now they want to be treated like the cabs.
1: Well, they, uh,
0: go ahead. No, I mean, they, this is, this is how they operate. Oh, no, no, no. We don't want to be, we're not anything like the taxi industry. Wait a minute, but that's good for us. So you can treat us like that. They want all the good with none of the bad.
1: hmm Exactly. So, um, I, hey, good riddance, as far as I'm concerned. Sweet! So yeah. yeah, there you go. Maybe I'll go drive cab in, uh in uh, Ontario, California, where you don't have to worry about dealing with Uber and Uber and Lyft there. Hey, there was a story here out of Portland, uh, Portland, Oregon, where apper- a port, uh, excuse me, apparently there were 168 Uber and or Lyft drivers that were um, kicked off. Because they did not, uh, they should not have been hired in the first place because of their uh, records, whether they be driver's records or criminal records. Um, I'll give you the I'll give you the short version of the story. The Portland Bureau of Transportation has found that more than a hundred drivers, hundred sixty eight to be exact, for the rideshare companies Uber and Lyft should not have been hired after finding criminal records or driving history for these people. The story first uh, reported by KGW News says that city inspectors in the past, excuse me, in the past five years, have suspended or revoked Uber or Lyft drivers permits on 168 different occasions because of criminal charges or driving issues. According to the report, one of the drivers had been in prison for felony assault with intent to murder and worked for Lyft for more than a year. Another was convicted of second-degree sexual assault and worked for Lyft for five months. The report says that drivers were not rejected by Uber and Lyft during background screenings as they should have been. But instead, were only identified when the city of Portland conducted secondary background screenings or spot checks. So there you go. It's it's again something that we've been saying all along. The uh, the background checks with Uber and Lyft are are bogus, and there have been numerous stories uh, in the news of this uh, type of thing, uh, where they'd have people that they known that they knew were felons and were uh put into the system. So uh yeah, it's uh same old story with them. You know?
0: Same old story, same old song and dance
1: pretty much. Pretty and much. and again, Let's like see. I said
0: earlier, it, 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 they only want what's good for them and and they're like we we all know. Uh we didn't get a chance to 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 touch uh, I'm sorry, are you are you done there? Or?
1: No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I got other oh, stuff I can fill it with.
0: But. Well, no, I was going to uh, change change the subject a little bit to uh, something we just barely touched on last week. And that's that's okay, a new company.
1: You- All right.
0: No, you go ahead. Go, go, you go ahead. Okay. That's a new company by the name of Trip, T-R-Y-P. Uh, oh, you're tripping, man. I I wish I was. I wish I was. Now, they've been skulking around here for about a year and a half or so, and they're just now and they're showing signs of life. But their their business model is to charge the drivers a flat. I think it's one ninety nine a month, and the drivers get to keep quote unquote a hundred percent of the fare. Well, now it's come to light that there'll be a dollar ninety five booking fee that the driver has to pay. So it's one ninety nine a month plus a dollar ninety five per ride, and. They have no riders. Uh, the guy behind it has been convicted multiple times on pyramid schemes. Uh, it sounds like just the way to get suckers to pay
1: 200 bucks a month. Uh, so all he's looking to do is do the same thing that Uber and Lyft are doing, and that's get the old uh, pyramid going again as far as investors, and he's trying to put out some No, 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 no,
0: no. He's trying to get it from the drivers. Now, let's oh, say oh, let's, yeah. let's say I, I sign up with Trip, and now I'm an influencer. So they say, well, you get a couple more people to sign up, and eventually their money will, will work its way up to you. It's a classic pyramid scheme. The, supposedly they're starting up in Miami now, and I've been keeping a close watch on the uberpeople.net Miami forums. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I posted something in there. By the way, uh, Justin LaPlante uh, posted a great, great article about it. He spoke to somebody from Trip on uh, Ride Safe World. So if, if you want to go on, over there, we, we, we linked to it a while back, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but if you go to Ride, Ride Safe World, and I always forget, is it .org or .com? Forgive me. I believe it's .org. I believe you are right. Uh, Forgive me for for that. But anyway, uh, and it's great in depth. He speaks to one of their executives. Uh, He goes into very, very great detail about how this is supposed to work. Uh, And and you you can really get a lot of insight on this on Trip. Uh, I don't see this as anything more than uh, they're going to scam a a relatively small amount of drivers out of 200 bucks and be on their merry
1: little way kind of like amway is what it sounds like to oh me. it's
0: exactly like amway only you know only there's not not uh knockoff products to at least mm-hmm. sit in your house have you ever had anybody try to sucker you into one of those pyramids
1: oh of course and i just say I, thank, I mean, you Im- no, thank you
0: they invite you into their home it happened to us years ago friends of ours oh yeah we'll do dinner tonight okay so we thought it was a little unusual because uh, but we went over. We and we went out. We had dinner. We bl- and then the presentation started. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him, I said, "Tony, are
1: you kidding me?" I said, "We're not going to get what, involved in this." You know what really sucks about that is is what they're doing too. Is you usually have a a connection with with somebody you're already trying to sell this now. If you and I, you and I are good friends. The last thing I'm going to try to do is try to sell you on something. That's not what friends do anyways. I, so well, especially something that seems a little sketchy. Or on the other hand, you might think, you know
0: what? I can try to pull this over on Ed and he'll still forgive me for it.
1: No, not even I'm not even that big of a dog. I am. <laughs> wolf, wolf Well then now we know. Now you well, hey, one more one more quick industry story then we can actually uh visit our our favorite uh president to make jokes about uh here but let's uh warren g harding we're gonna talk about warren g harding cool oh yeah there you go uh <laughs> hey did you see the the uh drivers uber drivers blocking traffic in manhattan good that Lord. that you while you were out on the road
0: uh go ahead you finish what you're doing there well
1: <laughs> he's covering his head did you experience any of that or no no, for,
0: your- no fortunately i was working nights all week so oh okay but as more for than to- one as more than i i'm, I'm going to stop you right there because as more than one person pointed out by blocking and clogging up the streets of new york that you're already doing on a daily basis but shutting down mm-hmm. major highways mm-hmm. you're not affecting uber and lyft at all they could care less they don't care if you sit in front of their building and burn effigies of them. Now, you pissed yeah. off the people in New York, I can tell you that much right now. You pissed off the city, the citizens, and uh, you did not help your case at all because every one of you knuckleheads with the TLC license plate, and it's real easy to see. It's right there. It's You can't miss it. You've just made life that much harder for yourself. Tapping out.
1: You know, <clears throat> very good point. I uh, just going back to the whole, uh, the whole thing, as far as traffic in general, the congestion because of all the Uber and Lyft driver or vehicles and whatnot on the road, there are other cities in this, uh, country who are also complaining about increased traffic issues. And I don't think any of them really have thought to maybe point the finger at Uber and Lyft. Oh, they have, uh, we, they have, uh, I, you know, here in Minneapolis. Uh, I've haven't heard anybody say anything, and our traffic has definitely gotten worse. Uh, I it doesn't affect me quite so much because I know the city well enough to be able to get around the traffic. But there, people are starting to start to grumble about our traffic here. Sure, uh, Chicago, forget about it. Chicago, uh, you know, I've been to Chicago a half a dozen times over the years. Traffic this last time when Granny Annie and I went out here to Chicago it uh it traffic was horrible and i know that just like new york city there is a ton of uh uber and lyft drivers out there and uh well it's not so much the amount of cars
0: either it's it's how they drive and again you get outside of new york city unless they have the uber and lyft sticker on the car you don't really know that it's them here again they, sure. they have to have this the this special license plate Um uh, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But yeah, I think people are noticing. And you can't have all these empty cars driving around uh without it having an mm-hmm. adverse effect. So,
1: <sighs> so uh our favorite Cheeto in charge here. Who that you know it's funny because it just seems like he's been kind of laying in the weeds or I just haven't picked up stories or if I've seen stories about him, it's like it seems like the same old garbage.
2: I love that um, guy.
1: <laughs> but um, you know, he's he's back on picking on Ilian Omar again, saying that she was dancing at, at some party or something like that on right. uh, September eleven on 9/11. Yeah. Um and by the way, just to be
0: clear, not not the actual nine eleven, but the anniversary this year
1: anniversary. Yes, and you know, as I as I understand it, uh, this was a com- was completely false. Uh, it is put. Uh, it is put. Uh, Representative Omar's. Uh, she's received death threats. She's been receiving well death hold, threats for a while. Hold on,
0: John. Let's be, let's clear this up because there is a video out there of her dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, having a grand old time, and it did occur mm-hmm. in mid September of this year. It happened mm-hmm. on September thirteenth for a complete. There was a, mm-hmm. I I I saw the the article about it. Uh, whatever the occasion was, of course, it had nothing to do with the September eleventh attacks and and all no, that. The, exactly. the, this this is just man. I don't even want to. I just. I'm exhausted. Come on. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted, man. I just, uh, you know, I, I want to walk up to him and say, "Excuse
2: me," while I whip this out and
0: and, uh, and and just bitch slap him, punch him in the throat, and uh and move on. By the way, that's it. That's that's my sneaky little promo for tonight's soundtrack Saturday, which we'll talk about in hour two.
1: Very good. Um, other. Other wonderful things there from your favorite president. Warren G. Harding? Rutherford B. <laughs> Hayes? No, I think uh, Herbert Hoover might have been. Herbert Hoover was not you know, a president. Huh? Yeah, yeah, he was. What am I saying? I'm thinking yeah. of... Yeah, uh, Herbert Hoover, just before of, Truman. I'm thinking of J. No, not not before... Uh, who is it? Before Roosevelt, excuse me. Which one? Uh The first one, FDR that was not the first one or no excuse me my bad i forgot about teddy thank you but uh i'm sorry sorry listeners
0: don't be sorry be accurate
1: yeah i know
0: well you helped (laughs) me with that you helped me i'm thinking of i didn't mean to i promise
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm thinking of the first of uh like about eight different terms here for Franklin Delano Roosevelt. No, I wasn't that many, but still. But, um, you know, the, the one thing about Hardy, Harding where he, or excuse me, Hoover rather, that, uh, where he's very similar to Donald Trump. How's that? Both of them businessmen. Hoover was one of the first businessmen to, rise to power as a uh, president and look what happened during his administration.
0: That was that little depression thing. Wasn't it?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You take a few Xanax and we got over it. There you go. Uh, but other, in other news there, uh, Trump related, he, uh, is, has moved to revoke California's authority to set stricter auto emission rules. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. We're going to go back to the days of uh, uh, in California where you can't, you know, every, sun, every sunrise is beautiful because you, you won't be able to actually see the sun. You'll see that haze over it. Let me tell you, I
0: was, I was in Los Angeles in 1994. Mm-hmm. As, as This was on the big cross-country trip. As we, we were coming from Vegas and as we approached L.A., and this is 94. This is decades after they enacted uh, air pollution laws and and all that. You could literally see, and I still have it on tape somewhere, the smog ho- ho- hovering over the city of L.A. in the valley. It looked like a giant mm-hmm. spaceship. I couldn't believe it. I had heard of the L.A. smog. Johnny Carson had joked about it for, for you know, forever. And, uh, mm-hmm but now I actually saw it. So now I sit here 25 years later and I think, well, gee, you know, there's, I know the smog is better in, in LA. And, uh, because the way cars are built now, et cetera, et cetera. And we're just going to revert back to, uh, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Somebody's going to make a dollar off of this. And, uh, a part of that is going to slip into Trump's pocket.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Hey, I, I got to give you some good news. Oh, boy. I'd love Look, some good you, news. You're starting, you're starting to get a little depressed there. So I'm not depressed. I'm tired. Same thing. Apparently, gunmaker Colt is suspending production of uh, military rifles, including AR-15s, for the civilian market. Kind which of. i say well what i have here is that the american firearms company colt is suspending production of military style weapons for civilian use including the popular ar-15 colt's president and ceo dennis why do i always get these names i can't pronounce anyways well, let's say his first name is dennis said in a statement thursday that the west hartford connecticut based company is not permanently ending production. He added that the market is oversaturated with sporting rifles. Sporting? I don't care what. Yeah, wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, wait. Wait a second. Wait a well, minute. Well, didn't apply. You
1: know, the human hunting is a sport?
0: I, 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 saw, with sport? I saw that episode <laughs> of Gilligan's Island, but, you know, I didn't realize we were, you know, <laughs> machine guns were... Uh, my god. Yeah, well it's all about money. It, you know, sales are down. Well, that's okay. Yeah. More high schools are opening up, so maybe you'll uh yeah. maybe business will pick up for you. You know, the
1: school year. Well. I mean, it's it's a good, you know, I damn the reason. It's just good to know that, you know, at least for a while there'll be a few less uh hitting the streets.
0: Yeah, but what about the ones that are already out there? That doesn't eliminate what's out there. <laughs>
1: Keep well, in, this is
0: true. Keep in mind, this was a business decision. This was yeah. because yeah, sales right. have dropped. This wasn't because, oh my goodness, the the this product of ours is causing all sorts of uh, 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 problems and and grief and and hurting people. No, 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 that's not went through their head. It was sales are down eight percent. So let's see if we can't get a little good vibe out of that. So so the person that you know. That, that's creating, not creating, but facilitating these situations as well. We're going to back down a little bit, just a little bit. And I promise you, when the demand comes back, they'll be right up.
1: Well, let's just hope that the, the, the demand doesn't come back. You know, of course, let's face it. If we wind up getting, you know, if, if Bernie or Elizabeth Warren or one of the more uh, progressive candidates winds up, though, winning the nomination the democratic nomination and goes on to win the presidency kind of like when obama was uh elected it seemed like there was a spike in uh in uh, gun sales uh then as well so i don't know
0: well that that was your racist nitwits they felt that oh there's a black man in the in the white house and uh Mm -hmm. All hell's going to break loose. Yeah, that was a horrible eight years now, wasn't it? That was, that was just horrendous. Oh, yeah,
1: exactly. And speaking of which here, there was a teen uh, uh, arrested for a plan to shoot 400 people yeah. for fun. Yeah. She had an AK-47 in the bedroom. Police. Say. How did she get
0: that? I heard this on the news the other day. And the first thing that came into my mind was how did, and she purchased it legally, apparently. How does How does a a high school girl am I am I correct she's a high school girl? Uh
1: I believe 15 eight, eight, no she's 18 years old. 18. She <sighs> wasn't 15, she was 18. I thought she was 15 at first where I would have been jumping off the same cliff you were on that one. But even still I mean I I The story is she was from McAllister, Oklahoma. She was arrested uh, this last Monday after she told coworkers that she was allegedly planning to shoot 400 people for fun at her old high school. Oh, she wasn't even currently a student. (laughs) No. Uh, Alexis Wilson was taken into custody by the Pittsburgh County Sheriff's Office for a felony terrorist hoax, reported uh mcallister at mcallister news capital for threatening a mass shooting at a mcallister uh high school uh, look and and you know look it 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 may be a hoax but hey let's face it you've got you've got an ak-47 you've got enough uh magazines and enough uh artillery there to um pull off such a thing uh to me you know, this is one of those things. I think she was probably serious, and when she got caught, oh, I was just kidding. Oh, I didn't mean that.
0: Isn't yeah. that every everybody's number one excuse? I didn't mean that.
1: Hmm. How, many
0: ti- how many times? How many times has the Cheeto in charge or his uh, his mouthpiece has said, "Oh, he was just joking. He
1: was just joking." Uh-huh. Hey, have you? Okay, so you're a former ex smoker. I, I am not. You are. You're not a former ex smoker. No, you I am. A,
0: an no, I am a former smoker. I will never be an ex smoker. I will always be, I, I just don't do it anymore. I, how all, long
1: all have you, uh, it has How long been, have you been smoking?
0: And let's see. My last cigarette was, I believe, early May of 2013. Mm
1: hmm.
0: Six and a half years.
1: And you got the scar to prove it, and I got the Just scar like to prove to it. That's Maybe right. You were talking to somebody on Twitter with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I've been saying
0: that since since the day I got I, I had the surgery. I smoked for forty years, and I've got the scar to prove it. You know. Yeah. And anybody thinking mm-hmm. about picking? By the way, uh, I don't know where you're going with this, John. But by the way, kids and kittens, uh, vaping is no better.
1: Anyway, go that ahead, is, John. That is, you were it, we. I steered you down the right lane there. Yeah, you did. And I hit very Uh, few things on the way. Apparently New York state has banned flavored e-cigarettes. So the only ones that are going to be available are the ones that taste like menthol or the ones that taste like tobacco. Right. So,
0: so here's the deal. But wait, before you go Go any further. Now, the reason for that is because there's a lot of, uh, Knockoffs, if you will, coming out of China, mm-hmm. and you know people just plainly don't don't know what's in them uh and again i i i will start and finish by saying, if you don't use them now, don't start nicotine that's doesn't matter what the delivery system nicotine is what's gonna get you, and that's what it's delivering nicotine, granted they may not have all the all the thousands of nasty chemicals that tobacco has uh but that's what we think but you know and and look and I I've said this before and it was the epiphany I came to I know this wasn't about quitting but uh it's not that you everybody knows they need to quit you won't be able to until you want to quit that's where I that's what happened yeah, you, to me you
1: are absolutely right so absolutely right on that you know to me uh my uh my stepson uh vapes he also smokes well and, yeah, he, you know, he's 28 years old. And ask, what ask, you,
0: him if, ask me if he'd like to see me shirtless.
1: Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he's still one of these that thinks he's invincible. And Well, well you know. What, do you, what when, are you going to do? Well, when you
0: wake up after a two-week coma, you realize you're not.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, to me, this whole vaping thing. It just kind of reminds me of people that basically wrap their lips around a uh, easy an now exhaust
0: easy pipe. oh okay
1: an exhaust pipe Ed. come I on had
0: a, I had a friend whose nickname was exhaust pipe so you know that's
1: but uh, yeah no, let's just suck a little bit off let's just suck a little bit off the end of a uh, an exhaust pipe and let's see just how many chemicals. But John, if we you've never fight.
0: if you've never had the nicotine addiction, you don't fully understand that you can justify it. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. You know you need to. Again, like I said, you know you need to. It's a question of wanting to, and you've got to get to that point. And it's different for everybody. Some people can just put everything down one day and that's it. Me, I was not like that. I, I mm-hmm. the, the the drug I took Chantix was literally my last opportunity to quit smoking. If mm-hmm. that failed, I'd still be a smoker today.
1: Yeah. Well, what do you say? Let's uh, go ahead and uh, and uh, well, what time do we have here? Fifty-eight after the hour. Just just don't worry about it. It's going to happen.
0: You just sit there. Don't worry your pretty little head. Because, because the big boys have handled all the details starting right about
1: now. Well, okay. So I was 30 seconds early. I, I, I have this problem with being early sometimes. What can I say? That's a, so anyways, let's, uh, we'll go ahead and take our, uh, top of the hour break here. We'll get ready to start hour number two of the taxi stand hour here shortly. See you on the other side.
2: Radio TFI.
1: You found the taxi stand hour. The worst
2: talk radio I've ever heard in my life.
1: On Radio TFI.
2: from coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions and then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand It's down on the phone. Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fing up tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god last goddamn time I want somebody to use his fing brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh that, that's up tempo and I gotta talk about a fing jaw dying. Ponderous, man. Ponderous <laughs>
1: So I will still want to know about what pictures he was uh, supposed to be able to see.
0: The, the world may never know.
1: <laughs> well, he's taken that secret to the grave with him. So <laughs> what are you going to do? Hello again, folks. This is the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. And of course, uh, I forgot to, uh, at the beginning of the first hour, send a fond howdy to our friends on uh, SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, I forgot about them dudes. I'm worried about you. I, yeah, I know. I'm worried about me too. What can I say? So, we got a bunch again, a bunch of stuff here again for you now in the second hour. This is when we try to lighten it up a little bit here. This is this is where somebody comes into the studio and says, Lighten up, Francis. So,
0: your, your that's second, where you got that. Your sound needs work. It barely came across.
1: Oh, wait a minute! Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute! Wait, now, nah, never mind. It's already never mind. I know never what mind. happened. I know what happened. So, you want
0: you want people perfect. you want people to walk into the studio and say something like this. Hello,
2: handsome. Is that a ten-gallon hat? Or are you just enjoying the show?
1: Well, I hope people are enjoying the show that much. <laughs> that's
0: that's Lily von Stupp from Blazing Saddles. Coincidentally, you, guess who's uh. The focus of tonight's soundtrack Saturday. Why none oh, other than yeah. none other than, than Mel Brooks. 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific tonight. We have a collection of uh, Mel Brooks uh, r- uh, things he's written, performed, and or been uh, inspired by. Mel Brooks, uh, uh, Blazing Saddles and. Uh, uh, history Ugh. of the world history one. of the world thank you thank you get smart the 2000 year old man i'm sorry i worked on that one i one night i, I focused on getting that it's a labor of love and uh it's about an hour of some of mel, mel brooks's
1: best stuff hey do you have the do you have the inquisition someplace handy where you could queue it up
0: uh i can if you can vamp for just a second I, I Well, will,
1: yeah. sure, of course, I can always, of course, uh, here, uh, shortly we will begin, uh, the rather lengthy, uh, process called the, uh, Rosa Mendez birthday report brought to you by famousbirthdays.com. Uh, well, it's going to be a lengthy one here. You, you, there were a ton of people that came into this world during on this, uh, this very week, uh, the uh was it the uh 15th through today the 21st
0: are you ready for your request sir
1: i am ready
0: do you want to play the whole thing or
1: just i want to play the whole thing the whole Uh, enchilada yeah go ahead intro it then well ladies and gentlemen this is from the movie history of the world part one Uh, mr mel brooks and probably the funniest scene from this uh movie definitely a laughable uh, soundtrack as well Shh, fire away
2: the inquisition let's begin the inquisition look out Sam. see. we have a mission to convert the jews. Jew, 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 jews we're gonna teach them wrong from right we're gonna help them see, see the light and make an offer that they can't refuse that the jews just can't refuse confirm Yes. Say yes, say yes Don't be dull A fact you're ignoring It's better to lose your skull cap than your skull Oh, your guvalt in The Inquisition, what a show The Inquisition, here we go We know you're wishing that we'd go away But the Inquisition's here and it's here to stay Oh boy, the Inquisition, what? Oi, oi. I was sitting in a temple. I was minding my own business. I was listening to a lovely Hebrew mass. Then these papers persons plunge in and they throw me in a dungeon and they shove a red-hot poker up my ass. Is that considerate? Is that polite? And not a tube of preparation H in sight. I'm sitting flicking chickens, and I'm looking through the pickings and suddenly these guys break down my balls. I didn't even know them, and they grabbed me by the score them, and they started playing ping-pong with my balls. Oi, the agony! Ooh, the shame! To make my privates public for a game? The Inquisition! What a show! The Inquisition!
0: Here we go. We know you wish wishing that we go away. And as we fade out on that, we're gonna. Uh, that's just a tease for tonight. You can come on back. You hear the whole entire Inquisition, along with other other greats. Uh, again, by the
1: incomparable Mel Brooks. Talk about an American treasure. I know the uh, my stepson again. Just well, first off, he enjoys. For a guy that's in his late twenties, enjoys those old movies. Uh, now that's by I guess by our standards, it's not we don't feel that's old, but uh, all the same, you know, every one of every movie that Mel Brooks, uh, anything he got involved in, turned out to be a classic. Whether it was History of the World Part One, Blazing Saddles, uh, High Anxiety, we met you. Uh, you've got something from that as well. Oh, I'm not sure, we
0: have we have the theme song for that. Uh, the only thing I couldn't find from that, there's a great, in the movie, and if you haven't seen them, uh, see any Mel Brooks movie, you can. They're, period. I don't have to pick them out. But the line that always got me in High Anxiety was after he goes through the whole piano bar number, you know, he gets kind of coaxed into singing. No, I'm not really a singer. Then does this whole lounge jack thing. And at the end, mm-hmm. Matt, the the incredible Madeline Kahn again, one of his regulars, uh, says something along the line of, "Oh, maybe you should have pursued a, a career in singing." He goes, "Nah, the big, the big, the big money's in psychiatry." <laughs> but it's the way he <laughs> says it, and, and I couldn't find a clip of it. I wanted, I wanted it as a
1: drop. But anyway, all
0: that will be there tonight, uh, with much, just much to, more.
1: Just to remember, count the money.
0: Count the money. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> and, and and then I'm gonna get off it. You'll there there's some, a number of drops, things like this. Uh,
2: Hello, handsome. Is that a ten-gallon hat, or are you oh. just enjoying the show?
0: Or this? You didn't I am that drop. drop. <laughs> there were there were so many things that I could have chosen from. I've got uh-huh. it's good to be the king. I, I count the money didn't make the, the cut. I only needed six of them. I want I want <laughs> H- Hedy Lamarr. I I mean hard again. There's Harvey Corman, another one of his regular pl- You know regular players. Uh, there are so many drops, just little you know that it was it, it was difficult to choose from, and it was it was great to do. But anyway, that's tonight 8 p.m. Uh, both Eastern and, and Pacific Time here on Radio TFI, that's soundtrack Saturday.
1: So all right. Well, what do you say? Because we got a lot of them here. I'm telling you, I got two pages. Oh my goodness. Birth, page now, and a half. Now just remember, I because I've been
0: working a lot and you switch you things up on me.
1: <laughs>
0: I I haven't had the opportunity to change the intro.
1: Okay. So
0: it's it's still powered by Associated Press. Are you ready, Sunshine? I am ready. All right. Wait for my cue. And Mm -hmm. here we go. Radio TFI presents the Rosa Mendes Birthday Report, powered by the Associated Press. Here's your host, John Shannon.
1: Well, thank you very much. So, yeah, here we go again. This is a summary of uh, birthdays from the pre- this past week, uh, starting September 15th, going on and through today. So we got a bunch here, so let's dive right into them. Uh, comedian Norm Crosby turned 92 years old there on a, uh, last Sunday. My God, is he still? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite actors, Tommy Lee Jones, is or turned 73. Oliver Stone is also 73 years old now. He is? That's
0: right. I thought he was younger than that. But then again, that's yeah. just a conspiracy.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Prince Harry turned thirty-four on the fifteenth. Really? Yeah, the
0: Harry Prince. Th- that that poor guy. Nothing goes his way. You know, being being a redhead, being a ginger, nothing goes his way. He's uh, he, you know, the poor kid's been saddled with those looks and that money and that dropped that gorgeous wife, and
1: ugh, I hate him even more now. Exactly uh gaylord perry <laughs> turned 81 years old god bless
0: him he's mm. he's the kind of rogue that major league baseball sorely needs right now yes he is exactly what the game needs just to bring a little character and a little life back
1: oh I, that baseball has a few characters in not him, like but, Gaylord uh... perry man no no <laughs> no sir Staying on the sports side of things here, Dan Marino turned fifty-seven. He did not. Yes, he did. No, he will forever be. They can probably use him. They can. uh, Uh, No,
0: he he will be forever twenty-four. In my eyes, do do
1: we uh, do we want to wait until? uh, We're gonna wait. uh, We're gonna wait. Okay. We're gonna wait. Oh, the dolphins were turned into cat food.
0: Moving on birthdays. Your segment is birthdays.
1: Pete Carroll turned I, 67 years I old. I hate Pete Carroll. Why do you hate Pete Carroll? I hated him. I just do. Okay. He, fall, he falls Here. into
0: the beady-eyed little bastard category.
1: <laughs> Moving on to the 16th of September, uh, actor Ed Bagley Jr. Oh. is now 70. He is. Uh, He is 70 years old. By the way, very big on the environment, that man. Mm Hmm. I got to tell you, though, some of these now when you still, especially like Norm Crosby and some of these that are up in their 90s, uh, I do wind up double checking to make sure they're still alive. (laughs) And by the way, if you (laughs) got that many, you feel free to skip a few, my friend. Oh, well, I'll might weed out a couple of them. Don't seem quite as important. Um. David Bellamy of the Bellamy brothers turned 69. Illusionist David Copperfield is now 63 years old. Say what? 63 years. Oh, come on. You know, David Copperfield, we were watching him do his shtick back when we were in our teens and 20s, for Christ's sake. At least I, I su- was.
0: I suppose.
1: Yeah. You know, did
0: I, uh, ta- did I ever tell you that my old man was a magician? No. Oh yeah! It, it was said you could watch him walk down the block and puff, he turned into a bar.
1: Oh, that's my favorite uh, lurch gro- groan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actress Jennifer Tilly, sixty-one years old. I saw a picture on Twitter of her
0: celebrating her birthday.
1: Hmm. Uh, Great few few poker other player.
0: No? She's a pro p- poker player, by the way.
1: I thought I saw. I thought her. Oh, yeah. I saw her on uh, World Series of Poker. You, one you of those, see, her,
0: uh, you see her there quite often. She's a legit uh, player. Legit.
1: Um, a quick behind the scenes here, uh, real real quick. Ed, I'm gonna. You're gonna have to take over the uh, take over the butt because my uh, uh, my uh, audio or what I'm receiving from you now is gone okay. into the tank. All right, so we're gonna we'll have a brief pause
0: a here, folks. Not even. Let I me mean, know when you're okay, off. Okay, so.
1: All right, I'm on. All right, there we go. Now, so I'm still not gonna be able to hear you, but you're uh, you're you've been recording all along, and I'm still recording, so. Uh, there we go. Okay. Anyways. All right. So where did we leave off here? We left left off here at Jennifer Tilly. Uh, by the way, uh, have you ever been able to figure out why, a, uh, the world of the, all of these, uh, poker, uh, the thing, why are they on sports networks? You ever oh, been able where, to figure that out? The, uh, <laughs> by,
0: by the way, the world series of poker started out on the travel channel. Yeah. Because okay. because it's gambling. What, what is the reason a lot of people watch sports? Gambling. We're about to do a segment predicated on
1: gambling with sports. No, this is true. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Nick Jonas turned 27 years old. Oh, there's one we could have done without. Next. Yeah, we bet. Uh, Not about our Mark demo. Anthem?
0: Mark Anthony, uh, only because he has actually had the opportunity to uh, to be up close and personal with Bootylicious
1: JLo. Huh, yeah, this is true. Uh, 51 years old. God bless him. Uh, Amy Poehler turned 48 years old. Funny woman. Hilarious. Yes. Uh, pitcher Earl Hershizer.
0: Oral 61 Hersen.
1: years old. Oral Hershiser.
0: Yeah. I've got Did Gaylord. I
1: Oral, or Oral Roberts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've got Oral and I've got Gaylord. So you fill in your own jokes.
1: Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, Robin Yount turned 64. Mr. Milwaukee Brewer. Yes. Uh, Tim Raines turned 60. Uh, what is this? This Week in Baseball? I guess. Um, well that this day in baseball, at least what day are uh, we on? Uh, this was on the 16th. Oh God, we're still there. Let's move on, yeah. son. Okay. One more, uh, for, uh, the 16th, uh, presidential candidate, Julian Castro, 45 years old. God bless him. Move on. Yeah, exactly. Well, at least you are giving him a blessing. 17th, uh, Elvira, the mistress of the dark. Ah. I just 68 wa- years old. I just watched a video clip of her, and
0: I'm trying to remember her actual name. It must be there, her real name.
1: Uh, I, I don't have it, unfortunately. Okay, let's I, move. I, I saw it, but I forgot it. How old was she? Uh, she's uh, 68, and that's her uh, that's her age, not her boob size. Moving on. <laughs> Rita Rudner. Funny, turned funny woman. A, yes, yes, 66 years old. Comedian. Uh, Kansas City phenom, Patrick Mahomes, 24 years old. Ma, I got scars older than that. <laughs> yeah, I know you. <laughs> Uh And last but not least for the 17th, uh, uh, coach Phil Jackson uh, turned 74 years old. By the way, that is not all for the 17th. I'm sorry.
0: That's that's not all know. for this uh Robert Stack. Yep.
1: Who? Robert Stack. Robert Stack, I didn't see that in any of the No, 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 it's not the it's not it. the Robert Stack
0: you're thinking of. It's my cousin. <laughs> oh. No, it really. That's his name. <laughs> that's his name, his birthday was the 17th. <laughs> it's honestly. By the way, before we get to the 18th, just so you yes. know my sister P- patricia was the 18th
1: your sister what you got to remember my, your video,
0: your audio was a little my, bad here for my me. sister my sister
1: patty's birthday was the 18th oh well happy birthday uh, patty moving so, on go ahead do your thing yeah moving on i know i know i know so let's see where do we got here now we're on the 18th yes we are we are uh Actor Robert uh, Blake, Gosh. eighty-six years old. Uh, let's see, Fred Willard also, eighty-six. Funny man, funny, funny man. Fernwood yes. tonight, Mary
0: Hartman, Mary Hartman. Thousands of oh, other that's things.
1: right, he was boy. I tell you, uh, Frankie Avalon turned seventy-nine years old on the sixth. Is that all? Yeah, now, he I thought would have been older. Oh, Jada Pinkett Smith, forty-eight years old. That's about right. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, wife. one of my favorite roles of hers was when she played. Uh, she was on the, that Gotham uh, series that I oh. liked and you couldn't stand. She played. Uh, she played fish.
0: Right. Right. Oh no, I like. I liked her on it when I watched it the first season. You know, whatever mm-hmm. her character name was. Bubbles McGee, whoever. Anyway, let's... And then they got rid of her and brought her back. It, it's...
1: Yeah. It was amazing how people on that uh, show died and was somehow reincarnated. <sighs> Don't get me started on that That seemed to be, that be a show.
0: reoccurring theme. Welcome to the world okay. of comics.
1: Yeah. Uh, football life... Oh, Detroit. Former Detroit Lion, Billy Sims, turned 64 years old. Moving on. Nobody cares. Oh well, wow, how about Rick Patino? Oh, how about we really don't care. Seven. Moving on. Wow. Uh pitcher uh, former not pitcher, excuse me, Cubs second second or first baseman, I forget. uh Ryan Sandberg turned six. Oh. Wow.
0: Oh.
1: oh, he's the same oh, age he... as me. One of my favorites here. Oh, moving on now to the nineteenth. One of my favorites, uh Excuse me. Uh, Bill Medley of the Righteous Brothers still kicking 79 years old. God bless him. Mhm. Singer-songwriter Paul Williams turned 79 years old. Now,
0: that's I found that interesting this week. I saw somebody posted that. I honestly thought he was dead. I really
1: Yeah, I did. I had to I had to double check that one.
0: He was a funny little son bitch back in the 70s and early 80s. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, uh, singer Frida Payne turned 77 years old on the 19th Band of Gold uh, let's see here what else do we have here we have Randolph uh, Mantooth oh god oh don't say it I'm going to tell you where
0: he's from he is from the show Emergency very good
1: Engine thank 51 you. thank you but- I watched Adam 12 in Emergency when Mm -hmm. i was a kid so did i actor jeremy irons turned 71 years old moving on and for and for the last but not least for the 19th trisha yearwood is now 55 years old yeehaw better known as better known as uh, garth brooks main squeeze it's gonna happen even in the best of families yeah
0: exactly come on let, let's okay, put, now, let's put a pull a bullet in this dying horse's head let's go
1: okay here we go uh actor or tv me news anchor Sol, soledad o'brien turned oh okay. she has wa-
0: always been one of my favorites i find her as cute as they possibly come
2: yeah
1: i remember um, when she was
0: young and worked for NBC.
1: Hey, Jimmy Fallon turned 45 here on the 19th. Uh,
0: A very talented young man. Annoying at times, but very talented.
1: From formerly of uh, Good Morning America, Joan London turned 69 years old. By the way, not only uh, formerly of Good
0: Morning America, but for those of us of a certain age here in the New York City metropolitan area, she Uh uh, she was a local news anchor here. Back oh, in her younger she? days, a local reporter. Oh, absolutely, and mm-hmm. uh, she she was she was a local here at the same time as another reporter on the same station, Roseanne Scamardella, who you might be familiar with, uh, Roseanne Rosanna Dana.
1: Oh, okay, that, that's where well, Gilda well, that Radner. A...
0: Yeah, it's based okay. on that name, Roseanne Scamardella, Roseanne Rosanna huh. Dana. But Joe oh, wow. London okay. worked with her at, the, at that time, so that was a long way for that connection.
1: Okay, a couple more here for the nineteenth, real quick, um, before it becomes the nineteenth uh, again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you might remember this guy, pitcher for the California or for the Angels, and also for I think he pitched for the Yankees for a little bit, Jim Abbott. Oh yeah, with the with the one hand. Yes, exactly. He turned 52 years old. Yeah. Did you ever see him pitch? Yes, I did, actually.
0: Actually, he had a very – and he's not the only one-handed ball player out there, but it's always very interesting to watch. uh, He keeps the glove under his chin or under his one arm. He throws with the right hand, and then he has to put the glove, and it's such a smooth, fluid movement to put yeah, the glove I mean, on it
1: was flawless flawless yeah. um uh, last but not least on the 19th um another baseball legend joe morgan oh yeah turned yeah
0: 76 oh. years old
1: well actually turned into Parley. a very good broad
0: they turned into Pardon a very me? good turned into a very good broadcaster as well
1: yes yes indeed part of that big red machine could only find one birthday, believe it or not, for the twentieth, or one that uh, was worth noting, and it's a big one. Go ahead. Sophia Loren turned eighty-five years old. She did yesterday. not. She did not. Yes, she did. It's hard forever, to believe, isn't it? Forever twenty-four. <laughs> you do you remember? Uh, do you remember her role in Grumpy? Uh, Grumpy old Men?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. She was fantastic. Those, those are two oh, yeah. great movies. Those are two great yes. movies. Yes, uh, set, in your, set in your neck of the woods.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. Set in your neck of the woods. All right. So now we get to the twenty-first. I told you this was going to be a long one, and well, I well, you did. I appreciate you. I appreciate you hanging with me as long as uh, as long as you did with this. <laughs> Man, I gotta be here. I can't speak for anybody else though. Okay. So now we're talk- We got. Uh, Uh, The 21st today, Uh, uh, Fanny Flagg, author and comedian Fanny Flagg, turned 78 years old today.
0: Also one of the greatest match game panelists ever.
1: Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, Stephen King turned 72 years old
0: today. Man, read if you never read any Stephen King books but one, make it the stand. Oh, man. I can do it. We, we might do a,
1: just a show one day on that book. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, I'm not much of a reader. Probably shows when I try to read something off uh, one of the news stories here, but I'm not mm-hmm. much of a reader. I'm going to let that one okay. go. I'm giving you a pass on that one. Well, I, I sure appreciate it. Uh, gar- gu- excuse me, guitarist Don Felder of the Eagles turned okay. 72 years old. Bill Murray is 69 years old as of today. Funniest, One of the funniest human
0: beings on the planet. Mm-hmm. Does not have a that's manager. Jack Does not have a manager. Doesn't have a manager, huh? Nope, nope, nope. Books, all this stuff himself. Yeah. You've got to have, there's a certain phone number. If they want to get a hold of him, you call, you leave a message. He may get back to you. He may not. It's At least that's what I've read. Moving on huh. before we uh Moving collapse.
1: On. Yeah, we're gonna run, we're going to run the uh, picks off the end of the table. Yeah, I I'm telling you ladies uh, and
0: gentlemen, by next week there will be a quote on how many birthdays we do. I promise you. Oh, I'm
1: going to get a, I'm going to get the old Uber limit as far as number Uber.
0: of vehicles. Here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, there's a limit coming.
1: Oh, actress Nancy Travis turned 58 years old. I
0: love her. I love her. I always
1: have. Oh, let's see. Who else do we have here? Faith Hill. Country singer. Faith Hill 52 years old. Oh, God. The most
0: physically appealing woman on the planet. To me, her face is ideal. She is just strikingly beautiful. And I think Tim McGraw should be thanking his lucky stars every day.
1: He is one lucky dude. He really is. You know who his father do you, do you
0: know was? Do you know who his father was, right? What I didn't hear that. What? You know who Tim McGraw's
1: father was? Uh, former Philadelphia pitcher, Philadelphia Phillies pitcher, Tug McGraw.
0: Wrong. Former New York Mets pitcher, Tug McGraw. Uh, he pitched
1: for the Phillies too.
0: Yeah, I know. But he also he was you got to believe in 73 when the Mets won the Trust me. He was with the Mets. Okay. Okay, let's okay. wrap let's wrap this up because oh. this this carcass is starting to stink now
1: okay can I think of any see anyone other let's go with I'll pick one more here for you and we'll go to uh, we'll stay with the baseball theme because of tug McGraw uh, Cecil fielder turned uh, 56 years old. now is that his age or his uh, waist size? Yeah, so, he's gotten to be quite a big boy now, especially since he's gotten out of baseball. Have you seen his son, Prince Fielder? He yeah, takes but out. he's kind of gone by oh, the wayside,
0: hasn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a big boy.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he isn't playing anymore, is he? No, but I am just saying Fielder? he he was huge. Yeah, I think he is. Somebody well, will correct love us. To know, love to know which independent league he's playing for now. Well, but, wasn't he with the Twins for a while? No, Milwaukee. He played for
0: his Oh, that's right. They both play for Milwaukee. Uh,
1: Cecil played for Detroit. I thought he was. I don't know if he played for Milwaukee, but um, I know he he spent most of his time in Detroit. You're right. You're right. right. Let's, uh, yeah, let's put a. I've got others, but here, let's uh, let's put a wrap on it. Considering we took uh, approximately. uh, Shit, 25 minutes to get through the birthday. Wow. Shit. We're wow. going to have to truncate that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and kiss it goodbye. That was your week's birthdays here on the Rosa Mendez Birthday Report. Uh, contrary to uh, popular belief, it's actually powered by uh, famousbirthdays.com. You ever want to know about what birthdays are out there? go to famousbirthdays.com you have to weed through a few things like uh uh youtube sensations boy there there's one for me wow that, everybody uh, wants to be famous
0: i got to tell you that that was uh that was something that was something there's going to be a meeting <laughs> <laughs> i promise you kids and kittens there's not the if same- you can't
1: get hold of me <laughs>
0: that is true that is true but Uh there there will be a meeting i'm exhausted i'm exhausted i'm exhausted i did all the talking why would you
1: be exhausted because i was bored listening to you oh jesus you know what it is is he's sitting there i don't and i don't know why because he's uh like normal early in the season he's getting his butt handed to him here but why don't you go ahead and. Fire that sucker up here and we can talk about it in depth. All right. Yeah. You ready? (laughs) I am ready.
0: That's what scares me. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin procrastination. Why do I keep saying procrastination? That's not the word I want, and yet I keep saying it. Here, I thought it was a Freudian Pro- stuff that you've done on purpose. It's prognostication. That's the word right. I'm looking for. Yes, and I...
1: Procrastination I've, works, too.
0: But you know what? As, as John knows, I have this written down, this intro every week, so that I don't get it wrong.
1: And he says I can't read
0: Oh, I can read. I just can't write. That's the problem.
1: Oh, that's on the script, huh?
0: That's on the script. Yes, it's on the script. And it's It's been on the script since last year. It was all last year. I said the same thing. (laughs) Prognostication. Okay, let's try this again. It's time for John and Ed versus The Spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, fourth, and long-winded Shannon and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Each of us will be able to swap out one game each week for any reason, as long as it is done before the live show ends. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread.
1: By the way i have it on good authority here that you've been pouring your diet mountain dew in the cup here and using it when i win here at the end of yes. the uh, season i want that sound cleaned out so so <laughs> anyway any mountain dew
0: in it so anyway last week john uh john went two and one his Vikings let him down. They did. Yes, they did. Yes, yes they, they did. did. Uh, I went one and two, and I'm not going to try to hide the fact. Uh, we we both chose the Kansas city Oakland game, and John won, and I lost. I only missed it by, well, it was an 18. They won by 18 points. I was getting eight. So just missed it by that much. Just by that much. <laughs>
1: they and, call that white right.
0: Yeah, and we're going to talk about it now for a second. Oh, the Dolphins. Go ahead, get out of your system.
1: Oh, is that that can of cat food? I didn't realize that they. Uh, uh, I, I saw a, I saw a can on the shelves here, and it said specifically made in Miami. Go ahead, go ahead. So uh, yeah, and look at the spread. Have you seen the Have you seen the spread for? The, I don't know if you picked it or not.
0: We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there.
1: Okay. Okay. You just
0: you just don't. So that,
1: that's all I got to say about it because eventually you're going to wind up seeing spreads of hundred points. Here, so.
0: All right, let's uh, let's start with you. Who's your first pick this
1: week, sir? This first week, let's see. Our my beloved Minnesota Vikings are hosting the Los Angeles. Excuse me, the Oakland, soon to be Las Vegas, the former Los Angeles Raiders. The Raiders. They are. Hope- the Raiders yes uh they are uh, the Vikings are seven point favorite I'm gonna take the Vikings giving up those seven points okay so here's what
0: I've decided to do this week I've taken I I've made it an AFC East theme week this week okay so my first pick is my Miami Dolphins getting 17 points. that's all (laughs) that's all that's all we're at dallas with one of the hottest new quarterbacks young quarterbacks but then again the dolphins have a history of pulling it out in dallas there was there was the great frozen tundra game a thanksgiving day game back leon let the ball go all right who's uh who's your next pick
1: there young man i'm trying desperately not to cry so uh uh let me just so I understand, you're going to take the Dolphins uh getting seventeen points, is that That's, what you're telling me? That that is correct. Okay. <laughs> that is correct. I'm not proud all of right, it. Well, I, I'm
0: not proud of it, but
1: it's it's, it's your funeral, okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is. I've right. never
1: done that. Second of all, yeah. Second of all. Uh the Baltimore Ravens are visiting Arrowhead. Indeed, where they the are. Kansas City Chiefs are five point favorites over the Baltimore Ravens. Uh I'm taking Kansas City personally. If I were to set that, I'd say I'd double that spread, but I'm not gonna go there. So Danny's uh Danny Sheridan is uh is calling that game five point favorite for Kansas City. I'm gonna take the Chiefs and Giving up those five points. Well, keep in mind too. There's, a, I don't think it affects any of the games
0: we're picking this week. But there's a lot of quarterbacks out. A lot of, a mm-hmm. lot of, you know, number one quarterback. Drew Brees is out. I stayed away from the New Orleans game.
1: Oh because, no, exactly.
0: So anyway, uh, oh, it's my turn. Cincinnati yeah, visit, sure. Cincinnati visits the frozen tundra of Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is a favorite, giving up four points. And they've played great the first two weeks of the season, so I'm taking Buffalo and giving up four points against them. There, Yeah, you Bengals. Might you I might get that one. I might. I might squeak that Excuse one out. When do you hear the third
1: one? Go ahead. Who's who's your final uh, pick? Okay, those Los Angeles Rams. This one knocked me on the floor. Uh, they, uh, the, the Rams are traveling to Cleveland where they are only – a two-point favorite over those Cleveland Browns. Uh, I I think that I think that uh, spread should have been a lot more than that. I am going to take the Rams on the road, giving up two measly points. You know, I looked at that game as well, and I thought, geez. I, I mean, Cleveland has
0: played okay, uh, but also remember this is the Rams' triumphant return from L.A. to Cleveland because that's where they started.
1: Yeah. That's where they started, exactly.
0: And finally, my final pick of this week. Keeping with the AFC East theme, it is two AFC East uh, neighbors. It's them Jets versus the Patriots. And I thought long and hard about this. Now, the Patriots lost to Antonio Brown this week. They didn't lose him. They booted his butt out. He lasted exactly one game with them. He's been kicked off of two teams in less than 30 days. Uh, yeah,
1: well, he'll be on the, he'll be on some felony show here before too yeah. long.
0: So anyway, so the Patriots are twenty-one point favorites at home against the Jets, and I'm sitting here and I'm looking at it now, and I, at the moment, I've chosen the Jets, but now I'm really having second thoughts, realizing that that the Patriots are at home and. Uh, and I it's watch what' so far right uh, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hate myself for it. I, I hate myself already. I'm gonna take the Jets in 21 points. oh my god. How can I take 21 points and still not be certain? <laughs> this is horrible I guess we are playing. <laughs> it's horrible. All right, so let's let's recap here. John is uh, going with his Vikings, giving up seven points against the Raiders. The uh, he's taking the Chiefs at home against Baltimore, giving up five points, and also taking the Rams on the road to Cleveland, uh, giving up two points. Meanwhile, I've I've decided to just end my season in the AFC East. I've I've hitched my wagon to it this week. Uh, I'm taking the Dolphins plus seventeen. <sighs> Over Dallas, oh. <laughs> you know, just because they've given up like a hundred thousand points the first two
1: weeks, that doesn't mean anything. Mm. Buffalo, just remember, <laughs> go ahead. Just remember, Starkist wants dolphins <laughs> that uh, doesn't want dolphins with good taste. They want dolphins with that taste good they want to Not not
0: dolphins they don't want emphasize not often moving on uh i'm i'm <laughs> taking think. buffalo hosting cincinnati i'm giving up four points with that and then finally i can't believe i'm giving up 38 points just on two games or i'm getting 38 points on two games i should say the 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 new york jets with their horrible horrible new uniforms visit the patriots or as we like to call it, lambs lambs being led to slaughter. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking the Jets in 21 points and uh, over New England. I'll be happy if I get out of this week with only. Uh, I I think I might give myself an extra loss for these picks this week. I I, I see a one another one and two week coming coming my way. Uh, for the season, by the way, thus far, uh, I'm three and three. John is five and one. Uh, last week, for my personal, uh, my personal picks, I went nine and seven. I went nine and seven. So I'm, uh, I'm currently at tw- actually twenty one and twenty. I won on the Thursday night game as well. So I'm I'm hovering right at, right at uh, uh five hundred. At the old
1: uh, five hundred mark, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, and I'm just I, I, I'm beat up over, over these point spreads. I, I know I didn't have to take those games, but I, I, I just
1: uh, like I said, I think there might be a little masochism there uh, going uh,
0: on right now you know, a, I... oh, le- well let me just finish this up and ladies and gentlemen, for the final time because I don't think I want to pick after this <laughs> after this week. <laughs> that concludes this week's ad <laughs> versus the spread. And as always, if you're going to use our picks as a barometer to bet real money, You've got bigger problems than the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> and that's saying something. That's saying a couple of things. Mm. Oh, you know you know what the only redeeming thing is? Is I'm watching Adam Gase. Case. Gase. The uh former former coach of the Dolphins. He's not doing well here in New York either. So God that hurts. That As hurt. in health wise? No, no, no. I mean as he's coaching the team. He's the head coach. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. No, no, they stink too, so. Uh and I'm I, I, I found out Ryan Tannehill is in Tennessee. I'll tell you what, he was playing well, that young man. I watched him uh, from from when they drafted him. They started him as a rookie. They gave him the keys to the kingdom. It wasn't his mm-hmm. fault. It was not his fault. All right, so we uh so we're pretty well expecting John to be to pick up some momentum next week because <laughs> I picked the two biggest dogs I've ever picked.
1: Are you just doing this out of sympathy or what is it? Because you've technically won the last, our last two forays into the last two seasons you've won. So maybe, oh, maybe you're no. just feeling a little sympathy.
0: I, you know what? I looked at it and, you know, I was very hesitant. I, I wouldn't pick the Dolphins until uh-huh. this year and I see those 17 points and it's like, what can I do as a fan?
1: You realize that the law, the, what, what eventually is going to happen is, is that the dolphins are bound to win one of these spreads because every week they get their ass handed to them by 20 or more points, uh, <laughs> the odds it, are just, they're just it, uh, the spread just going to keep widening <laughs>
0: yet. Yet for the ass whoopings that the dolphins have taken in the past two weeks, The Jets still have, are getting more points. Jeff, this is a good point. You know, I mean, in the, it's week three and people already give you know, look, uh, the, the, the Patriots are the Patriots
1: and, Mm. you know. uh, Well, let me, let me raise you out of this state of depression that you're in right now over the Miami Dolphins and your pick performance so far uh, this year. Please, Daddy, help me. Completely different. Help me, Father John. There you go. Deputies in Ohio pulled over two Amish men over the weekend, I'm assuming this was last weekend, who said they had decked out their horse-trown buggy with a massive stereo system and were throwing back beers. According to Fox News, deputies in the Turnbull County Sheriff's Office stopped the buggy around 1 a.m. Sunday. That's when they reportedly found a 12-pack of Michelob, Michelob Ultra on top of their vehicle with several open bottles inside. The buggy was also equipped with a rockin' stereo system. Both men who come from a community which largely shuns high technology and alcohol bailed out of the buggy so fast that the horse continued pulling down the empty coach, <laughs> excuse me, down the road. I've never operated an Amish buggy with a horse, but I'm told that the horse will know the way home regardless of the operator, if, regardless whether or not the arp operator is awake or even in the buggy. So yeah. apparently that horse went further down the road onto. An oil and gas well and stopped. So there you go. The uh, the Amish are starting to get with the times. Is all I can uh, take from that one. Hey, they're gonna party like it's sixteen ninety nine. Yeah, but you got it. Uh, Hey, have you ever used a B and B? I mean, I've never other than your uh, trip uh, to New York and uh, your trip avoiding the hurricane. I've never known you to be necessarily a world traveler here. What do you what is what what is Airbnb? Airbnb. Oh no, I would never. I would never.
0: They're 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 Uber. That's just the same scam as Uber. Mm -hmm. There's too many stories of people showing up at a place and they're locked out. There's oh God, no, don't get me started on Airbnb. By the by the way, uh When the whole Uber issue started down in South Florida, down in Broward County, the Hotel Association came in uh, pushing hard for Uber. And all I could do was laugh hysterically when it happened to them. (laughs) When it happened to them.
1: They they kept their mouth shut pretty much after that, didn't they?
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. mind (laughs) your own business. You get your own problems to contend with.
1: Exactly. Well, anyways, a renter of an Airbnb in Texas captured a video of an unexpected discovery inside the home: a snake uh, inside the bowl of the toilet. Now, I, I'm surprised. Suppose this isn't exactly anything new in uh, Texas, you know? No, that's happens. All, you know, yeah, that happens. coastal Texas. Oh yeah, so they found a bit. They found a big snake, but then when I saw the when I saw the actual uh, video they took of it, it actually just looked like somebody had a massive uh, bowel moving it and just kind of slushing around in the toilet. So I I don't know.
0: We had to go there. That was the whole point of you bringing that up, so you could go there. Of
1: course, of course. Now when you, you say know, Airbnb,
0: cool. you say Airbnb, and people were surprised by something. I'm expecting they found a camera, they found, you know, secret rooms, or uh, they found out that the listing doesn't actually exist, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But just the snake, I mean, and a garden snake. snake? <laughs> a garden snake? You no,
1: know, yeah. it wasn't a garden snake. This was a big snake.
2: Yeah.
1: This thing had to be, this, this thing, like, literally filled up the toilet bowl. So what? I filled up the toilet bowl. Oh, I went there anyway. Send your cards and letters to Mr. Ed Van Ness, Queens, New York. Oh, so are you a are you a big chicken uh, chicken sandwich fan? No. Don't like chicken sandwiches? No. I, I love me some chicken sandwiches. Are seriously. you one of those
0: Popeye freaks that went crazy looking for the sandwich?
1: No, actually, I'm more of a Chick-fil-A guy, to tell you the truth. By the I, way, I can't it's, it's pronounced sandwich. I'm sorry, Nothing. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I I love I love Chick Fil A. I'm not a big fan of uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, Popeye's chicken. I think it's way too bland to, to unless you get the spicy chicken. But uh, yeah, that's another story. I I could. There's all kinds of stories of people going batshit crazy because they uh, don't didn't have their. Uh... Well,
0: one for violation of the
1: verbal statute. What took you so long? huh? you are. T- so, oh my I'm t- god!
0: I'm tired. All right. When oh, I say I, when I'm say I'm tired, we kids, and kids.
1: We we only have about seven minutes to go here. I can do it in six. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, as much What's, as of a chicken f- a sandwich fan as I am, I sure as hell am not going to go this route. KFC is testing some kind of chicken and donut sandwich. Oh, good heavens. Uh, glazed donuts. So you're here, you know, you've heard of chicken and waffles or people that make, uh, have made chicken and waffle sandwiches. They pour their maple syrup or whatever type of syrup on top of them or whatever. I don't think I'm into that either, but I wouldn't mind trying it. But actually to have a chicken sandwich, a piece of chicken between two glazed donuts. Yeah, some people, I tell you. You know, you, these are you the same know, same people that, these are the same people that can't wait for pumpkin spice to come out at your your nearest Starbucks. You know I what think.
0: would go fantastically with chicken and a glazed donut that combo or as a sandwich? What? Uh a, mm. a a seat in the emergency room.
1: Yes, yes indeed. And the number
0: of a good Our cardiologist. Good-
1: or just bring your, uh, just bring your uh, bottle of insulin with you, and just pretend to just get ready to shoot the whole damn thing down your veins. It, it, but but before you have
0: that sandwich, allow me to show you the scar on my chest. Then you'll...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you'll you'll think twice. Yeah,
1: let's that. see. And from the uh, only in Florida. Ah. Uh, Go ahead. Nassau County Sheriff's Office. Uh, By the way, do you uh, know where Nassau Ca-
0: County is in Florida? Do you know where it is? Where? I'm asking you, do you know where it is? What part of the state? Well, no, I don't. It is the most northern county it's directly north of Jacksonville.
1: Oh, okay. That's, so what, it board, could that's all, what it could be. It could be Georgia for all. Uh, it, all for all intents and purposes,
0: it is Georgia. Oh, there's no question. It's Georgia. It just goes, it just uses a different license plate. That's all. Basically the whole pan, the whole panhandle is, uh, is the South. They just use a different license plate. It's no, I have a out- friend
1: that lives in a town, uh, called Floralla, Alabama. Yeah. There uh, we go. And, and I believe it, I don't know. There might be a Florala, Florida too but uh, there's not, we have, just, better, just,
0: we have more class yeah. than that. Yeah.
1: But we, uh, we do have so a town anyways, called,
0: we do have a town called two egg. Called what? Two egg. Two egg. Yes, sir. Not two eggs. Oh. Two egg.
1: Oh, <sighs> a Florida yeah. couple was arrested for D uh, DUI has aroused attention, uh, according to the story. I guess that wasn't the only thing that was aroused. Hey, now! For, <laughs> for uh, what they allegedly did while in a police car waiting to go to jail. You got to kill time. Um, <laughs> we got the handcuffs. I mean, you can't bring the handcuffs and not expect a party. Come on. Exactly. On Friday night, Nassau County Sheriff's Deputy Mark Hunter pulled over two bicyclists who were riding around without their lights and had almost been hit by a vehicle. The officer said both suspects later identified as 35-year-old Megan Mondonero, God damn these names, whatever, and 31-year-old Aaron Thomas, here smelled of alcohol, had bloodshot, water, sh- blood watery eyes, and slurred speech. Hutter said that after Thomas failed some field sobriety tests and declined to do others, he was arrested. Uh, The woman was also uh, taken into custody after she declined to take the tests. Although they were both then handcuffed in the back of Hunter's police car, they apparently didn't let that minor detail stop them from appreciating the romance of the moment. According to the police report re- obtained by the Smoking Gun, Hunter was outside of the car when both Thomas and uh, the woman took their clothes off and started to have sex. Look, I, I, let's give these people a round of
0: applause. Not, yeah, not, only, yeah, not exactly. only, not only were they stupid, drunk in the back in tight quarters in the back of a patrol car, but they were handcuffed,
1: and they managed to not only strip down. But to do the horizontal bump. Bop. Well, you know, hey, maybe they've had that experience with the handcuffs before and have uh, pulled that off at one point in time. Well, they've they've pulled something off
0: at one one time.
2: for that
0: one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, kids (laughs) and kittens, it's it's getting to be close to that time. So before we go here, uh, I just want to mention again, uh, tonight at 8 p.m., Soundtrack Saturday, it's a celebration of Mel Brooks. About an hour of his best stuff. Uh, we appreciate it. If you if you want to tune in and listen, some of it you've heard, some of it you may not, but by all means. And it will repeat again at eleven p.m. That's eight p.m. out on the West
1: Coast. How much do we? How much time do we have here?
0: Not enough for you to do whatever it is you were thinking about.
1: Oh my God! I was so wanted to lay this on you. Nope, forget it. Forget I'll, it. I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it for next week. I will, but this is a story about a, uh, and I don't even know if it's true or not, but it, it just got my attention. So, I guess it's day time to say bye bye. Uh, so from St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Adios. See ya.